episode seven of No Boys No Drinking. I'm Ken. You can find me on Twitter at uh, at underscore Ken Seven uh, because I'm trying to confuse you. Uh, today we have Welch and Steven. The whole crew is here. Welch, how are you, and what are you drinking? I'm not. I'm drinking water, actually. Well, that's unfortunate, Steven. I do have some recommendations, though. I want. I want to oh. make some alcohol recommendations. So, you guys have Total Wine where you live? No. Is that a national thing? We have. Uh, yeah, it's a little ways away. We have uh, Bevmo. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's it's like similar, but it's like smaller. But it stands for beverage market, I assume. But now I'm realizing Mo doesn't really make sense with market. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Total Wine is like, for me, for people who don't know, it's like a really cheap liquor store, and so I bought like a shit ton of alcohol on Friday for like forty bucks, but like. I bought a fifth of this thing called Heat Wave, so it's like a little bit better than Fireball. But for ten bucks, I will definitely take it. And then ten bucks. Yeah, I mean, like I, I just don't know. It looks like a fifth grader made the logo, but it was actually not bad. So you guys find that? I mean, that's a pretty good deal, I think. Okay, that's good to know. Steven, what about you? Uh, I'm drinking uh, Delirium Tremens. Oh, that's a good one, man! Bit high, high roller, big spender. Yeah, it felt felt right. So, uh, I'm drinking a beer called Life on Mars by a brewery called Rubens, and it is super delicious. And it's uh, so it's an Imperial India uh, pale ale, and it's like eight percent. So I'm thank you for letting us know what I regret. What IPA means? That's nice of you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, just because you're how do you feel? It's just because you're dumb and don't know much, and so I figured <laughs> I'd, I'd inform you. Uh, I hate everything. Um, okay, so feedback. Hey, Welch, good job on the new logo. Everybody in your podcast feed, we have a new logo. Look at it. Gawk at it. Let Welch know that you like it, because it's, it's pretty good. It's better than the shitty one I made in Illustrator. It's probably <laughs> definitely not ripped off of anything else. Like, no. I didn't take that photo illegally from anything. No, well, no, why would yeah? No, those are your friends. Those are pictures of us. Those handsome guys yeah, drinking. That's, yeah, that's what we look I like. I didn't, I didn't Photoshop it to where you couldn't understand or couldn't make out what their faces look like. Yeah, on purpose at all. Yeah, no, I. Well, it's because our faces are less than par. You know, it's mostly the bottom half that are good. Yeah, yeah, no, I believe that. Uh, so it's it, it's been a while since since we've done this. It's been like three weeks or so. Uh, anything big happen in the world that you guys want to talk about? Uh, you know, not really. Yeah, we can talk about uh, fantasy football and how I'm terrible and how I hate everything. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck I is actually, Ryan Matthews? He's the running back for the Eagles. He's like one of seven running backs for the Eagles. So I didn't fucking play him. And he's like, oh, actually, I'm going to score like a million points this weekend. Yeah, yeah so yesterday, was... his, uh, I think his total yardage, that was the second highest amount of yards he's gained in one game, like, in his career. Great. So, fantastic. Good, good job, Atlanta. Yep. Well, it, like, I know Atlanta has a terrible, uh, you know, D-line, and but Philadelphia splits their carry so much to where I'm always like, I don't know if I want to play anybody from Philadelphia, even though I have two of them, I think. I have him and Sproles. Um, so, I don't know. I'm really bad at this is what I'm coming to. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious, though, like, that fantasy people are like, like, I see all these, I mean, I follow, like, a lot of bloggers and stuff yeah. just because I've been doing that for a while. And, like, everyone yesterday was like, oh, my God, I told you Ryan Matthews is the one you need to own. Right. But, like, the week before, they said the same thing about Sproles. And so it, it's kind of stupid that people act like you can actually rely on so, one or the other. So I'm not crazy, right? Like, No, no not at all. Them, I mean, right? like, yeah, okay, good. He, I mean, like, he's not great, like. They've hyped him up for years, and he hasn't really done much. Yeah, that's kind of um, that's what my impression of that him, was a it? that was a pretty ridiculous day. Yeah, right. obviously, if that's like his second best game ever. Right, right. Well, yeah, actually, I got lucky. I ended up getting lucky that I beat you just because um, I didn't have a single touchdown except for Carson Palmer. Like none of my players scored a touchdown. Jeez. So, so uh, I do think it's funny that that's funny, and it's just. So, man, it's well, just Ken, like Ken traded Doug Baldwin, who oh, yeah. had <laughs> three touchdowns. Oh, shit, yeah. really? I didn't know that. I didn't watch that game. He had three yeah. catches for three touchdowns, I think. Wow, really? Yeah, he did. 
Well, yeah, and like last year, he like absolutely went off second half. Like the I think end of, the, yeah, the end of the year, the second yeah. half of the season last year, like his last eight games, he had fourteen touchdowns. Yeah, he ended up being a top fifteen wide receiver, and yeah, um, so. and did basically nothing the first half of the year. Hopefully, he does that again, and Ken just like cries about it. I hate fantasy <laughs> football. I hate it so much. I better not lose to Ben because I mean you're really good at it. So I mean that's something. Who I I am? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I'm really good at this game. I hate everything. Um, but the Falcons uh lost to the Eagles. I didn't watch it. Was there anything in particular out of that game that was noteworthy? I I kind of like had that one circled for a while. That you know, it being on the road, that that was a that was a loss I was willing to accept, and so I wasn't too beat up about it after we we lost. Carolina and the uh, Saints both lost as well, didn't they? Yeah, and then they play they play each other on Thursday. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, mean uh, it, it, we're just gonna people, win our divisional games. Yeah, like uh, it's just funny to see people lose their shit on Twitter about. I mean, I guess it's every fan base does that, but like, I feel like the Falcons is even to a, a greater extent. Like, people are just absolutely shitting on the team and like yeah. any anyone they can make a scapegoat they do and it's you know i saw we're, somebody we're... on facebook looking to fire shanahan again and i'm just like <laughs> no that's like that's, admitted, not, that's, that's my favorite yeah and admittedly for you know the majority of last season i was like okay what the hell is going on with shanahan I, but like I, I, I told you the whole time yeah, it wasn't his fault I, I, and then everybody this year is like oh yeah he's so like good. i wouldn't have been upset had they fired him at the end of last season but like this season, firing him would be an insane decision. Um, and yeah. so people are still dumb. It's like he has one like bad game against a reasonably good team on the road, and they're like, "Fire him, get him out of here." It just and that wasn't even that bad of an offensive game. Like yeah. we just got ran over. Yeah. Well, and and that's the defense. And right? Julio had one of the worst drops oh, you will ever you? see Julio Jones have. Uh, just that, yeah, it was, it was just, pretty depressing. It was, a, it was cut, an embarrassing drop. It was like to keep. It was like to keep a drive going where they could have scored a touchdown to take the lead. And uh, I mean, he had it, it just like, wide open. Just yeah. wide open. Yeah. It was one of those that hit. It's one of those that gets you in like the upper chest, and you don't know whether to catch it like overhand or basket catch it. Okay, got it. And he decided and to just, just drop it instead. And, <laughs> and and he just yeah he just decided like neither of those sounded nice. Yeah, he like bet a bunch of money on the Philly or on the Eagles, Phillies on the Eagles and. Yeah. Right. Like, well, I don't want to lose I this. I can't do this. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna add in. Uh. Is there anything else we want to say about football? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Okay. Great. So I'm gonna add in something really quick. Uh. Before we get into uh just being sad, and that is that I went to go see the um the Wonder Years, and that was awesome. Uh. And so it wow. was the Wonder Years and um, Moose Blood and Knuckle Puck. And real friends, and they were all awesome, and it was a great concert. And Welch, I think you're going to it in a couple weeks, right? Or Wednesday? Uh, yep, Wednesday. Well, uh, I'm jealous because it was a great show, and uh, yeah, they played a they played a song that they like the Wonder Years introed as like, uh, you know, we don't make it uh like so I've seen them in Seattle three times, and every time they kind of say something along the lines of like Seattle is the furthest. A city in the continental United States from where they're from, Philadelphia. And so they always do something like kind of special here, which is nice. And so they played uh, like a B-side to uh, the upsides called I'm Sad and I'm Sorry. And so that was kind of cool to see them play that because they don't do that every night. And also it really fit in with the rest of the week. <laughs> How would you rank like the rest of the bands? Um, their live performance. Knuckle Puck was fucking awesome, like really, really surprisingly great. Uh, Real Friends been shitting his pants about this. Yeah, for a while. Real Friends was fine, but not like great. I, I, I'm also not like the biggest Real Friends fan in in comparison to Knuckle Puck. Um, and then Moose Blood needs to practice being on stage more. They're just not as they like. They just weren't as like awkward. Yeah, and like the lead singer was like, I, I don't know what to say here. I've got a microphone, but I don't know what to say. And I was like, well, make a joke or something. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> it was just, so I don't know. So they got to work on that. But like Knuckle Puck of the other three, other than the Wonder Years, was the best, in my opinion. Scathing reviews from Ken. 
Yeah. I've seen, I saw Knucklepuck actually earlier this year. Yeah. And uh, they were pretty, I mean, they were really great live. He mm-hmm. was still like, you know, they. I feel like they were still a little awkward on stage. I mean, they wasn't. They weren't bad, but it was like. Yeah, they're not, they're they, not as confident as other bands. So no, really, definitely not. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, Dan and the Wonder Years, like they, you know, tear it up. they yeah. have their shit together. Yeah, so they like, know what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm interested to see. Uh, I don't know. That, did you read that story about the lead singer for Real Friends? I, He's having like those mental health issues. Yeah, uh, can you quickly summarize it? I I just like briefly read it. I didn't pay really much attention to it. Well, basically, he said that they're like delaying their um, 2017 tour. I think I I think it's over in like in the UK. They had planned to go to. Okay. And um, they said they're gonna finish out this tour they're on right now. You know, with the Wonder Years. But after that, you know, they need they're gonna take a break. And he said it has nothing to do with like the band or like. Any of them getting along or anything like that, but it's just like, I, I don't know, I guess he has some personal issues he's dealing with. He didn't really go too in-depth, I, I mean, I guess I understand that, but... Yeah, he just needs um, to get home and chill for a little bit or something. I guess, I don't know, I must, I mean, that fits the uh, the genre, so... Yeah, <laughs> right, well, yeah, really I mean, playing the part. Yeah, uh, you know, it's better to recognize that than to, like, you know, sour on Yeah, it, for sure, right? yeah. So, good I appreciate them finishing out this tour because i actually did want to see i mean i'm not like their biggest fan but i did want to see them yeah live, so. I, yeah i mean i don't really mean to shit on them or anything like they were good no and, no and they yeah. put on a fun show yeah i just you know i'm a bigger friend of or a uh, fan of knuckle puck and i don't know they put on a good show it was fun you know i, I think that's all i really have to say about it um oh so ken i have a i have a for, for both of you i guess i have a trivia question what's that real quick, quick. um today's someone's birthday yep uh, in the music industry. First of all, do you know who it is? Uh, is it yours? Some somebody you like. The is lead singer of Ice Nine Kills. No, that's that's actually true. Than, that actually is true, uh, though. That's way more obscure than what I was going for. Uh, but no, I don't know. Is uh, it? It's uh, Travis Barker's birthday. Uh, now here's the trivia greatest, question: Is greatest drummer how, alive? How old is Travis Barker? Forty. Seven. <laughs> 47, 47 or 7? Welsh is correct. He is 7. That was actually cl- very close. He's 41. Uh, uh, damn. God, they're so old. Yeah, they are. I know. Every it's time I see like, a new picture of Mark Hoppus, he's got like an extra wrinkle every time. He's gonna... His hair is like gelled up an inch Still, higher. yeah. It's, his, his, his hair is getting longer, and he doesn't cut it, and he just goes up taller, and then his face gets more wrinkly as time goes on. I love you, so Mark. Mark, like, I know you're a fan. Yeah, but well, everybody's a fan, obviously. Right, right. Okay. Uh, you you gonna wonder if all that gel is like eventually? I don't know. Do they do like that kind of long term testing on like what it does to you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, like is he gonna be like a case study for like? He might be. Yeah, he might be. Yeah. He, uh, Journal of New England or New England Journal of Medicine. Yeah, there he'll be go. in there. Yeah. Page 182. Um, yeah, okay. So, you guys want to get sad now? <laughs> Grab him by the pussy. Okay, great. Let's talk about the election. Uh, what happened? Why did it happen? Damn um, liberals. Goddamn liberals. Um, well, well, really, I mean, we, we've trusted... Uh, a small group of minorities in Ohio to do a couple things in the last few weeks, and they haven't come through in any case. Beat the Cubs um, and <laughs> beat the Cubs, yeah. Um, and not elect Donald Trump, yeah. And not elect Donald Trump, yeah. yeah. Like who's uh, having a worse? So who's having a worse time recently than like a liberal Browns Indians fan? <laughs> that's no one. It's well, pretty. Well, I mean, they've all shot themselves. So. Well, especially if someone, yeah, like, if that same person just doesn't like the Cavaliers out of spite. For sure, like yeah. that. They are probably just, I, I'm assuming they're all dead then. Like you, yeah. Yeah. you don't really have much to live for now. Yeah, no, it's, it's, all, it's all downhill from here. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I've been, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've been taking it pretty hard. I, I think that we elected a fascist who is... Uh, who, who luckily, you know, can't do anything he wants, but um, 
would if given any opportunity. And uh, I think that's incredibly dangerous. And I'm so disappointed in everybody that um, just like being an unabashed racist and like literally advocating for things that are anti-American and uh, like against the Constitution, like uh, religious tests or um, reducing freedom of the press or things like that. War um, crimes. War crimes. That anything along those lines, none of those were just deal breakers. And that Hillary standing by her husband in the 90s or uh, like the fucking email scandal, that both of those things ended up being larger deal breakers than I want to murder the families of terrorists. Yeah. Did I you mean... see that um, one of the, like that most or most searched question on Google oh, like God, over I the saw, past week. I saw this after I saw Yeah, this what after is fascism? Break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the same thing happened after Brexit. Mhm. Yep. Exactly. Um but you know, okay, so a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, this is, you know, America's Brexit." But I I have two disagreements with that uh notion. One is uh it's not because he lost the popular vote. And, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and secondly, you know, after Brexit, there were a lot of things in the media going on about how people were like, I didn't think it was going to happen. I voted, uh, I voted to leave. And then, uh, mm. you know, I would change my vote now. And that was all over the media. And I don't see like the 47% of Americans who didn't vote being like, I fucked up and I should have voted. And I am that like, that kind of scares me a little bit. That it, well, that it was a so choice and that, like, an absence. Well, I think that like well, first of all, I think that probably those stories from Great Britain were like there may have been ten of them, and the media just exploded on them or something. Yeah, like I that. think that's probably a fair assessment. Yeah. For that. And second of all, if if people chose not to vote, like that, it, it's implicit that that means that they don't didn't care care which one got elected. Or and I mean you can you can probably attribute a lot of those to states where it wasn't going to matter if a large population voted. Um, yeah. I mean like you know presumably a great deal of people don't vote in California just because like why? Yeah. Um. So you know I mean it's kind of a mixed bag. Uh. I see that your first point on here is did Hillary lose or did Trump win? Yeah. Uh, and 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 I think objectively Hillary lost. Um, I I agree with that too. She uh. I mean, there, there, if there's there's little graphs out there of like a, the total popular, like the total vote received, and um, the Republicans over the last three elections have been uh, pretty consistent. Um, like either of With Obama's totals out. from yeah yeah e- either of Obama's totals from from eight or four years ago would have beaten Trump this year. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty and handily, so, and so would uh, Mitt Romney. If you look at Mitt Romney's total to Trump, and, and, and so I think that's interesting because uh, Trump did worse than than Mitt Romney did, right? And then uh, if you take that margin, which last I checked was around like two million votes, um, mm-hmm. Hillary lost six million Obama voters from twenty twelve or something along those lines. So like her like uh, you know Delta I guess over the last four years compared to Obama. Um, was threefold that of Trump compared to Romney. And yeah, I, I, I think that, um, you know, she, and not just she, but she and her campaign uh, lost this and screwed this up. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 undu- it's, it's a problem when you can win the popular vote for oh, that's a whole, the last time. That's a whole other thing, right? Yeah. Like how, uh, God. Uh, like that's a that's a distinct lack of strategy. If yeah. you can be the more popular candidate four out of the last five times and still only win twice, yeah, I, I, th- um, I think that that's doesn't make much incompetence, right? Yeah, I mean it's and it's it's difficult. It's difficulty. I mean, uh, like, is it because it's happened know. twice ever here, and it's happened well, the, twice okay, in the last so, sixteen years. <laughs> Yeah, the margin was the margin was really thin back in two thousand. So I mean that that's it was it was barely. In this one, um, like the Trumpian message, I think was kind of. It would have it's it's got like a flat line appeal like across all the states basically. Yeah, it's like you've just got this collection of people in every state that's going to like hear that and stuff like that, and so like. 
from from the democratic standpoint, you have to appeal to all the different people in the different states in different ways, which is like a good bit harder. And like, especially in like Michigan and the ones that really did did Hillary in. Well, that's um, interesting. Uh, so, so I guess your argument here is that Trump's appeal is broader on a narrow range of topics, whereas right, Hillary yeah, he, needs he only many has... simultaneous topics to be as broad as Trump. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, what I would say. Yeah. That's. that's I mean, and I mean, I think that's kind. That's kind of a. That's kind of a consequence of having like not really a message like trump yeah well and, <laughs> and it's also and, consequence and like of, trying to make points yeah it's, it's a consequence of you know the democrat or the obama coalition as everybody's calling it is a is a mixture of uh millennials and white voters and black voters and brown voters and everybody right whereas trump's um demography was you know he did surprisingly well with hispanic voters um, yeah, he actually, he actually beat out Romney. Yeah, in which is all, which in, is in pretty much all minorities, I think. Yeah, which is surprising, um, but but that is to still say that like an enormous majority of his voters are white people. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, right. like the Yeah, real tad. <laughs> yeah, right there. Well, I mean, let's say you. I I think it's kind of funny that some of the issues he's like come out and said, you know, like. Um, the gay marriage, he was like, actually, I don't know if I if I disagree with that. And there's been a couple things lately that he said that go uh, against yeah, like one, what the uh, what the party would want. So that, I don't know. I think yeah, it might be it might be the it might be the the whole you know just say this to get elected. This is what your base wants, and now it's like uh, rolling that back slightly. Whatever. Not but not even so much that. It's just like he kind of just does whatever he wants. So I think that would be hilarious if he like. Because he's pretty set in his ways on... Yeah, exactly. Just, like, complete wild card, like, goes against whatever they want. Yeah. And so I could see that being hilarious, but... And, you know, it's, yeah. it's really... And, I'm more worried about the people he puts around him. You know, like... Yeah, it's, like a, it's and stuff like that. Who's appointing, yeah. And that that was the thing, is it was, like... That was the that was the argument early on, was, like, um, you know, oh, he may be completely incompetent but he'll put smart people around him i mean you know that's kind of what reagan did right reagan he was an actor or whatever and you know but he put good people around him so he was okay and now you look at like who is being put around trump and it's like oh, oh wasn't, wasn't reagan the governor of california before <laughs> he was president though yes right yeah that yeah that's true but i mean you know in terms of like political background yeah no, I, I, it is I, I it understand. is yeah um and uh, so something along the lines, I think, of what you were saying, well, that I want to add on to is this, like, uh, this one thing I'm really afraid of with him is that, like, he doesn't he has no ideas. Right. There are everything is constantly negotiable. It's always on the table and it's always off the table simultaneously. And I'll tell you what's really going to piss me off is when Republicans who have been saying we don't want to fix Obamacare, we want to repeal and replace Obamacare, to the chagrin of all the Democrats who have been saying since Obamacare was passed that this is going to take some work and we're going to have to fix this up a little bit, that now that they're in a position to govern, they're saying, oh, you know what, actually having young people stay on their parents' insurance is a good idea. Oh, actually having stipulations about pre-existing conditions is a good idea. So we're going to keep those things. My honest feeling is that they're going to do this repeal of Obamacare in name only and remove very subtle things from it and then fix everything that the Democrats have been saying for the last, you know, six years or whatever need to be fixed. And then Trump is just going to slap his name on it. Like he does with, you know, Trump stakes. Well, I don't, I mean, yeah, on one hand, that's, pretty obnoxious but on the other hand it's it's only your pride you're losing there um well yeah this this is really true and this also speaks to the um the uh you know i get i in like 2008 when obama was elected and mitch mcconnell was like my next priority is to make sure obama's a two-term president and we're gonna block absolutely everything you know you've got like elizabeth warren and bernie sanders being like we will work with him on infrastructure projects which is another thing that he has put forward that the Democrats yeah, have been trying to push that, yeah. for the last eight years. Republicans have said, no, 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 we're not going to spend any more money. 
right? And so now we have the Democrats coming to the table being the big boys and saying, you know, we're going to – well, big boys and ladies, I suppose, right? Uh, they're going to be the, uh, the, the adults in the room and, uh, and work with him on places that they have overlap. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have that because I don't want them to be the obstructionists, the, uh, the Republicans have been. But I'm going to be really irritated if there's some serious revisionist history here with regards to like, health care reform. Well, I mean, first of all, they don't have the ability to be the the obstructionists that the Republicans have been at this point. Um, and second of all, um, I don't know. I think there's a lot more to lose than just like the pride of whose name whose name is stamped on things right now. So if yeah, that happened, I would be more than happy to sit back and say, okay, you know what? If his name shows up in a history book once or twice, I'll swallow my pride and just go on not being in a nuclear winter or whatever it is. Yeah. Um but uh I don't know. I don't know how much confidence I have in that just because I don't know how much he you know, I mean, you put so much weight on the the power the president has, but once his cabinet's in place, like the president tends to be you know, he's kind of a delegator in a lot of senses, except yeah. when it comes to vetoes and things like that. So, like, when you have, like, shitty appointees, it looks, it looks like it's going to be, like, an entire spoil system of appoints, appointments to his cabinet. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, just whoever yelled the loudest for him during his campaign. Yeah. Um, so this says... Uh, me a lot more a lot more than, like, there being... A couple things where it's like, oh yeah, the Republicans did this, even though the Democrats were kind of yelling for it. Like that worries me a lot more. The yeah. uh, the Associated Press just or they tweeted it was about an hour ago that um, Giuliani is his favorite to be Secretary of State. Sure. Well, I thought he was. I thought he was. Uh, I thought I thought he was getting tapped for Attorney General. Or that's what. Or that's what the original story was, but I guess things have changed now. Yeah. Secretary but you, you know, I, I I think for some things like that, like you know, I don't think that Rudy Giuliani will be a good Secretary of State. But you know, that's not a fight as a liberal that I'm willing to really put a lot of uh, investment in. You know, I think uh, I guess it's more of just like how stupid can you be? Like like someone there's an account on Twitter called uh, or like the handle's like Pour Me Coffee. Mm -hmm. He's like very liberal with all his views, but um, he responded to that AP tweet and he said, "Of America?" Question <laughs> mark. So it's like <laughs> that's exactly how I feel when I read something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, but 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 I think like Romney or not, I'm sorry, not Romney. Uh, Giuliani will be, you know, fine, right? It, it, it's more people like this guy. Uh, I forget his name. It's Myron something or other. Who's um the EPA guy? Yeah, yeah. who's who's looking to head the not not you know currently. He's, so it he's is not gonna, the transition. Of yeah, the yeah, EPA, it is right? the transition of the EPA, but like you know who knows what that turns into. But, but basically, the guy doesn't believe in climate change. He's unfit to be. He's in, in unfit to be like on the same page as the as the acronym EPA, you know, or uh, Ben Carson, who for some reason is convinced that you know pyramids were filled with grain. Um, and that, uh, you know, evolution is a lie. And now people are talking about him being, uh, does he think secretary? evolution's a lie? Yeah, he does. He yes. He, and he thinks that, uh, or, and so now they're talking about him being education secretary. And it's like, I'm, I'm fine with people like Reince Priebus as chief of staff. I'm fine with people like Rudy Giuliani being, cares that chief of staff yeah, is. and I'm fine with Rudy Giuliani being secretary of state. Cause unless I'm like totally missing something here. But people like that who are completely at odds with the responsibilities of the titles that they're about to share um, or, or hold uh, are just completely unfit to, to, to be there. And it's just absolutely remarkable to me that all my, um, you know, I guess millennial Republican friends who are saying they're this, that they are this moderate who will be the oversight of Donald Trump. And none of them seem to have a problem with this. And this does not seem like a partisan thing to me. This seems like a logical thing to me, and it just blows me away. Well, here's the—basically, here's the, because, I mean, we don't really know a lot, anything about 
exactly who's going to be appointed. The big issue to me was that one of the big platforms, one of the big things that everybody kept saying was that, um, oh, he's funding his own campaign. He can't be bought. He can't be bought. Well, no, rich people aren't bought with money. They're bought with favors. And so everybody clearly, wants something. And so clearly it, it appears like his favorite to be appointed to all these different things were just the people who yelled the loudest for him during the election. Yeah. He's, he was basically bought by these except people for, for favors. Except for Chris Christie, who uh Well, you can't up. appoint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you can't. Oh, and did you see this thing uh, recently that Mike Pence is, um, is uh, undergoing some kind of some kind of legal thing to protect his his emails from the public eye or something. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Did you have any interesting <coughs> thoughts on that? I did. I did. I didn't read very far into it just because um, reading about Mike Pence makes my butthole clench up. Um, <laughs> yeah, all, all I saw was that there were emails that supporters had sent him that he doesn't want to be released to the public. And part um, of me kind of thinks, I can, you know... I can understand that, actually. Yeah, and, and I mean, maybe I'm totally missing this here. And, you know, but but part of me thinks, you know, executive privilege. Uh, you know, we can't just FOIA request anything Obama has ever said in an email, right? Um, but it just, I mean, it, it just yeah. reeks of hypocrisy, given all the shit they gave Hillary Clinton about emails. And, and yeah, not being I, transparent. It's probably, I mean, it's probably unfortunate. And you can't, you can't like, probe emails without some kind of, like suspicion of guilt to begin with so like right i don't know i mean it, it's it's probably just you know the knee-jerk reaction of like oh emails uh you know at this point but um it's sad that like i don't know i, I don't know like like it's sad that stuff he's already said is probably worse than what you would find in his email like yeah stuff about you know like conversion therapy and things like that well it's yeah. not only like that i mean i can understand that like conversion therapy <laughs> i don't know I, yes, conversion therapy worked for me. Um, no, not, uh, not funny. I want to go on the record as as saying fuck you, fuck you to that joke. <laughs> I'm so upset. Uh, I can't believe that the guy who uh, okay, continue. How how long ago is that? I don't even know. Like um, a couple but, years. Like nothing. Like not. It wasn't. Not that this justifies it, but it wasn't like in the 70s. You know. But no. But okay. So hearing what you've heard from supporters of the Republican ticket this year. Um I can imagine that he has received emails saying things way more terrible than anything that's actually been said on the campaign trail. Yes. You know? And so probably I can understand where all that's coming from being yes. like okay we're getting accused of being like really racist and really and like you know what, we ran a pretty racially charged and, like, pretty racially divisive campaign, but, like, yeah. we don't want, like, this kind of shit being, like, oh, yeah, this is the kind of stuff we're receiving. I can understand that. I, and, like, I, I, I can get that. Uh, as long as it's not, like, criminal, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, whatever. I mean, like, we all know that he's a homophobe, and so, like, any hom thing homophobic in there, it's like, okay, well, we already knew that. Great. Next. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so, but I want to go off of something that you just said, um, and that kind of leads me to uh, how do you wh what do you the two of you think of uh, like the rioting and the and the protests going on right now? Okay, so my opinion is that um, this is the perfectly wrong time to protest. Um, because basically, what are you protesting? You're pro I guess you're protesting the results of a democratic election. Yeah. Um, I think that if you... I think this is only happening because he wasn't quite taken as seriously as a possibility as he should have been, maybe. And I don't think any of us were. Yeah. Um, I think I, that's... I mean, that's partially, you know, polling's fault and, you know, just... Uh, assuming the reasonable judgment of the mm -hmm. public's mm -hmm. fault. Um, but you can't protest the result of a democratic election. That's ridiculous. Um, I, I understand that you can protest and say, oh, this person doesn't represent me. I mean, that's kind of tough shit, though. Like, that's the result of the election. And a lot of times, 
the president-elect is not going to represent 49% of people. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's 50 or something this time, but... 51 uh, yeah well welch what do you think well it's it's just like what i mean like what do you what do you what do you want out of this then like what's the point i guess is my thing like i i understand that people disagree with you know a lot of the decisions they're making but like it kind of makes us look bad you know from the whole liberal perspective as a whole when you have people out there i don't know just constantly complaining about stuff like this and you know vandalizing things and i mean i haven't seen i think it's overblown with people you know always saying like rioting and burning the city down and stuff like that but it's only really happened as far as i can tell in in, in portland you know well i've seen a couple other places where there have been you know like there's like graffiti and stuff like that are gonna happen yeah when things like this happen it's always there's always going to be people that do that like it's never going to like be a mob of completely peaceful people like that's that's when, ridiculous. When, when like things like okay. this happen, like when we elect a fascist. Well, this, this know, didn't happen right, after like Bush was elected or after Obama was to, elected. You know, let's think. They, Kent, is like I see people say like, "Where was this when Obama?" Like they say, "Where was this when Obama got elected?" And you know, and it's like this well, is a completely well, different actually, situation. Like he wasn't threatening the lives of you know people weren't scared well, for their lives. Not you know? only that, but it, it's not only that, but it did happen. There were. Not not in such a large scale, but there were there were pretty vile protests of of his of his nomination and election. Well, um, by like the KKK, it wasn't no, as nearly like, as widespread. I think I mean well, like the Tea Party people too. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm sorry, say that again. I'm pretty sure some the people tea- dressed up like as revolutionary. Like like they put on like the old school uniforms from and, like Revolutionary and War. No. And not only that, but you can like look at like shit like Facebook, where, like a week before the election, a week after the election, and it was like all the all the Trump supporters were like, "Oh, you know, if Hillary gets elected, um, you know, it's gonna be like 1776 again." And then yeah. now they're like, "Oh, respect the results." Well, right. it's just constant hypocrisy, and know, it's both yeah, sides. I mean, it, it, and I mean, yeah, you can say it, that's it a is. joke, I guess, but. Yeah. You can say it's a joke, I guess, but like I, I don't. I, at the end of the day, I think it's, he's going to do plenty of things probably worth protesting. So yeah, just and, 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 and so yeah, exactly. And so that's kind of my big. Uh, I, I I'm really torn on this because uh, so my girlfriend and I were going to go to a um, so there was a a protest, but it was it was like a it was um I forget what it was billed as, but it was billed as like a. A, like an acceptance rally in a park, so it wasn't like a march or anything like that. But it, you know, it was from like three to six in the afternoon, and like that's children were, were were invited. It was super like hippie lib stuff. Um, yeah, that's just a bunch of people getting high in a park. Is what it is. <laughs> we but, just like, we just need to wait. We just need to wait for the pot laws to kick in before yeah. we start protesting, well, no, and the, it'd be a are, lot the, more peaceful in Washington, Buckwheat. But, well, uh, <laughs> I know in Washington, but I mean all the other states. Actually, yeah. it actually but, turned out that that we that we legislation passed in more states that Hillary than Hillary won. Oh God! Okay, well, fuck everything. Um, well, I don't but, know. I, you call that a loss or win? I'm not sure. Um, the, the, the the place I'm really torn about all of this is is I is I agree with you, Stephen, with regards to there's no point in protesting a Democratic election because that in and of itself is necessarily undemocratic, right? And sure. that is not what anybody wants. <clears throat> the thing that uh kind of I guess gets to me is um like, you know, I, I I want something to protest, but you know, like I already feel like there is, you know, like with Steve Bannon, the head of Breitbart News, who is an anti Semite and a racist. But that's being, not what people are protesting. Like, I, I, could, I understand that. You could that. want to protest and, and, that. And I think that's what I'm torn with, is that I feel this need that, you know, global warming is important, and having somebody at the head of the EPA who doesn't, like, accept science just infuriates me. And things like that, I want to protest. Uh, but then, simultaneously, I understand that the people who are there are not protesting those sorts of uh, decisions by the by the by the uh, administration elect, um, and instead are just angry about and crying about the election, um, and so I'm I'm torn about it. I guess that I I feel like there's 
a necessity to it. Um, but I simultaneously understand why people seeing it as just a bunch of libs crying. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Like, at the end of the day, like, it is people protesting the results of the election. That's really what that is. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much I can get behind that. Okay, so uh, everything's terrible. So, Welch, where do you think that we should go from here? And uh, what sort of role do you think that, like, individual people and maybe, like, yourself could play? Um, so, like, maybe we could just, like, form our own militia. <laughs> and, uh, it has to be well regulated. Rise up. Um, I don't know. It's tough to say. It's just like I understand the frustration, but there's only so much bitching you can do on Facebook, and you know, there's only so much protesting you can do. I think people really need to get more involved in their community in general instead of like just sitting at home and complaining about it. Yeah, because there's still a lot of good that can be done. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. And this is like the really lib side of me, but like I have volunteered for Sierra Club before, for an example, and like yeah. they do a lot of, you know, local meetups, um, cleaning up parks, stuff like that. I mean, you can still mm-hmm. be, you know, involved in that kind of way. And um, I mean, I, I think just being aware of you know your local elections as well and like writing to your local politicians and getting involved that way. Um, I've seen a lot of people just say to give up on that, and I don't think that's the right attitude. Um, but I mean, for now, I think it's just kind of a waiting game to see what happens. I mean, maybe I'm just hope, I don't know. I don't hope for like a colossal fuck up, but like maybe they'll do something really stupid and then he'll get like, you know, impeached or something. So who knows? (laughs) I mean, I I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to hope for a colossal fuck up like that. Right. At this point, as much as I want a colossal fuck up, I know a colossal fuck up is going to be a bad thing for everybody. I don't want one, but like. Yeah, sure. Kind of implied okay, what do you by, think, by the language. Yeah. Um, from my perspective, uh, so one thing I started doing uh, on things like Facebook, because this was genuinely putting me in a bad mood, like almost every day. So anytime I saw a political discussion, I started just posting a picture of a baby animal. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, and just not commenting on it. Like, if I disagreed with something and somebody said something stupid, I, I just Googled a picture of a baby animal and posted it. Like, that was all... I had to, like, that separate myself from it because, like, you're talking to brick walls on both sides at this point. And it's not only because they were brick walls to begin with, but it's also because the election's over and nothing's really happening for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Um... So for now, I mean, like, I mean, there's there's midterm elections that are going to be important in two years. Like, people are still subject to, like, you know, the, the, the public's opinion of them and stuff like that. So, like, it's not that, like, it, we didn't just enter this, like, four-year period where, like, Republicans reign supreme and stuff like that. And not even to say that, like... Republicanism is bad in the first place. Just like just to say that, like, um, people are like, "Oh my God, Republicans control everything," and like, the Republicans have the Senate by one seat, and like, and there's still midterms. Is it really only one? I thought it was two. Is it one? Um, it's fifty-one forty-nine right now, and there's there's for some reason I think there's weirdly a Democratic seat up for re-election like later. Um, I think somebody from oh. Louisiana is up for re-election uh, There's also, I, I know there's a, oh yeah, there's a runoff in Louisiana. Is that what it is? It's a runoff? That's okay. what it is. It's a runoff. It's a runoff. Yeah, that's right. So it's either, it's, so it's either going to be, I mean, either way, it's one or two seats. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like. I'm not as doom and gloom as a lot of people are about it. And I guess, like, a lot of other people have more reason to be worried than I do about it. But, um... Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things that I'm just like, just take it as it comes. And, like, when something really... Like, he's said a lot of stupid shit. But he hasn't, like, done a lot of stupid shit yet. So, like, when stupid shit starts being done, like, yeah... 
pitchforks and flames, great for you, but like right now it's like you just you're just making noise and like almost proving his point. Like just just chill for a little while and like you know, formulate decent ideas and like I don't know. Know what you want. <laughs> People are yeah. just like so all over the place about things. Yeah, I you know, I, I, I think I partially agree with you, but um I, I you know, I guess with regards to protesting and stuff, like I said earlier, I'm I'm a lot more sympathetic to it. But um you know, I I feel a lot of guilt about this election because um I think it's really changed how I've thought the country was in that um I thought the country was a lot less racist and misogynistic than it was and it's proved me wrong and as a result I think that um like you know frankly as just like a white dude that I need to speak up more because um I don't think that uh other guys of our generation are really going to give a shit about what other people who don't look like them think. Well, um, yeah, that, and that's, I think that, uh, that, that as a result of that, um, I need to be more vocal on, you know, Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Um, and to not, and I think to not be antagonistic, but you know, like, like there's been, like there's this thing going on on Facebook about how Donald Trump, Actually, actually, he won the popular vote. And, like, that's just not true. It's actually the first, so I think, first link when you Googled it, I think. Yeah, exactly. And so and so to the extent that, like, I don't want to antagonize people and I don't want to insult them uh, because ultimately that gets us nowhere, right, That when people feel attacked. But I think that there is a big part of me that feels like I didn't do enough going uh, leading up to this election. And as a result, uh, in, its, in its wake, I need to do more. That's, yeah, I can see that, but um, if you actually look at how, you know, like, I guess millennials or whatever, I hate that term because it sounds so derogative, but if you look at how mm-hmm. they voted, um, it was it was wildly democratic. So, like... Um, but, 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 but not... Um, and although that's true, but if you look at white males... No, um, still wildly democratic in our age group. Is it? Is yeah, it really? Yeah, it really was. Um, that's it was it, it was middle it was middle aged white collar workers and and upper middle class workers. Um, if our if if millennials only had voted and millennials the distribution of millennials in terms of race is basically the same as it is for the rest of the country. Um, I think Trump would have won. I think something on the order of ten states, twelve states, something like that. Um, it would have been like a mind-boggling landslide so like it's not that that's the thing is like the majority of the people i'm connected to on social media and things like that like uh first of all already agree with me and then the other ones that don't are so entrenched in their position and i can't really fault them because i'm so entrenched in mine that like Mm -hmm. at this point with like not really much happening i don't really feel like i'm getting anywhere and i've tried it and that's why baby animal you know, like, yeah, and so, yeah. I mean, okay. I guess to, I guess to each their own, but uh, I think right now, yeah, it's just, just it's just that, that you're again. signing off for a little bit. I'm yeah. Well, that's, that's a fair after uh, we get shellacked again in 2018, I hope you're back in 2019. See, I don't know actually because <laughs> because because no, no, we're not getting into this. We're going into yeah, please, Jesus. We're going we're we're, go, we're going into dead or not. Welch, take it away. Uh, Thank God. Uh. <laughs> so, I've got five this week. Five. All right, uh, all right, Ken. All right. Okay, can we can we quickly talk about pardon my take because they're obviously uh, fans. Yes, we have to. Yeah. So, uh, Big Cat and PFT commentator, I appreciate you guys listening. Okay. Um, you know, it's nice of you guys to want to use our idea as well, but you know, maybe just give us a little shout out or something. Where the, where this game came from? Yeah, and yeah. it's and it's um, actually not only this game, but people are copying people are copying our uh, locker room talk segment as well. Yeah, feel, like we talked about earlier, like locker room time, talk yeah. was. I can understand yeah, that, that one. Yeah, I can understand that one. That one was pretty low hanging fruit. But this but one the, though, we started the, dead or alive because Ken the, asked if Hank Aaron was still alive. 
And so yeah. I got the idea, we're going to do this every week. And we did it yeah. once, and then, like, the very next, I don't know. We did the first game, and then, like, I think the week after, that's when they started doing it. And they did it with Hank Aaron, it, too. Yeah. It's just the com- so, it's just the combination yeah. of the two for me. Is It's like, oh, yeah, your two new segments showed up on other podcasts. It's like, well. You know what? Just, fu- just how popular you, we are. Steven. We're, we're, we're cool and creative. Right. We have good ideas. Sense. I'm waiting All right, for somebody so, to pick up Steakhouse or Gay Bar. Um, <laughs> right, right. Okay. So, okay, our first one. All right, so How did we do this last time? We 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 did it. So Ken, so here's what we'll do. Ken, you'll go first in the first one, and I'll and I'll go first in the second one, and we'll just uh, okay, and we'll go back and forth. Okay. Great. And if you say they die, uh, if you say they're dead, you have to explain how they died. How they died? Yeah, how they died. And I don't know how some of these people died, so you just have to convince me. Oh, so we have to, okay. So then Welch decides how they died. Creative point. Um, Welch is gone. I've already got, I've already got okay. electrocution. That's already one of them. Okay, so okay. the first one is uh, Walter Mondale. Walter Mondale is dead, and uh, he died the same day the Republic died on Tuesday. <laughs> God, um, uh, Walter Mondale's alive. Stephen is correct. God damn it! Fuck you, Walter. He is eighty-eight years old. Yeah. Okay, well, great. Has I don't know why, has, you know... I don't, but have I've, you seen them since Tuesday? Has anybody seen them since Tuesday? Yeah, okay, I can't so, confirm, un, un, so unconfirmed alive, yeah. But yeah, I, st- okay, I still great. get the point, but... Okay, well, if we, you know, we, we find we, out he died on Tuesday, we, then... We, you know, we can retroactively... Retroactive make, point. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. I don't really know how this stuff comes up. I just, like, randomly, like, earlier today, I was like... Right, but for some reason, Walter Mondale, that name came to mind. Like, I have no idea where that came from. But or why? Yeah, it is. A, it, is it, it, up, yeah. it is the most derpy white person name to have ever existed. Yeah, it is. It is Walter Mondale. It sounds like uh, the name of a right. walrus. Second person, Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross. Oh man, I only know him from that uh, Kanye song. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, Luther Vandross. Um, I I think he's I think he's alive as well. I can. Uh, what, what do you say? I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go with uh, with dead on this one. I think he died, and I think he died of a um of a heroin overdose in uh, Shad Dynasty's bar. <laughs> okay. Well, you do get a point for him being dead. He died actually in 2005. Oh. Woo! Um, he had like a bunch of different medical issues, so I don't think I can give you. Uh, the heroin overdose right. one. Well, yeah. Okay, that's fine. So we'll say we're... One to one. We're, we're squared away now. All right, third one. Alan Greenspan. Oh, okay. Uh, well, he was the head of the Fed, is that right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, he's alive. Yeah, he is alive. Yeah. All right, you guys both got it. He's 90 years old. Yeah. God damn. No, he, 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 had, like, okay. he had like recent quotes. So I, I actually, yeah, I knew that one. Oh, uh, all right. He was I another one earlier. One. I was just like thinking of, like, I don't know, if just random politicians popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, fourth one Pele. Pele. Uh, wait, 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 it's me. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, no, Pele is alive, though. It's got to be. He was, he was a phenom in like the. But he was so young when he was a. Th- Thing right, yeah, he's got to be alive. I think okay, what, you think you think he's alive? Yeah, I think we're yeah, I think he's alive. Yeah, I th- he he's like a Muhammad Ali figure. Like you would know if he died. All right, yeah, he's seventy six. He's yeah. still oh, wow. He's that old though. He's still going. Yeah, he was born nineteen forty. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> Good job, Pele. Keep kicking. <laughs> God damn it, Ken. <laughs> long time, long time listener, Pele. We appreciate your support. Um, alright, so we're, we're all tied up so it's up to this one last one I had, I was watching this movie the other day um, Roy Scheider who he was, the fuck is that? he's the main character in Jaws he's like the sheriff oh, oh shit oh man, with the glasses? Um, does he have, no, I don't think he has glasses in that movie no, you, no, no, you're, in you're, thinking, the, you're thinking of the captain I'm thinking of the captain yeah Okay, it's been honestly, it's been a long time since I I haven't seen Jaws since I was probably like eight years old. Oh wow, it's you need to watch that time. more. That yeah, yeah that is um, that is pretty that is pretty old. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Dead, and I I think he died, 
in the uh, kind of, you know, I think he died like Clark style. Like at the very end, he was like having sex with somebody and uh, he just like kept the boner and this lady just kept like banging the dead dude and she didn't know. And uh, that's how he died. Okay, first off, you lose a point for that horrific <laughs> guess. Um, wait, second, wait, wait. what? I, you, I like, who style? What style did you say? Clerks. Oh, I thought you said Have you Clark. never seen Clerks? No, yeah. I thought I, I thought you were referencing someone else who died that way. No, no, no. Clerks. Yeah. Like, no, I get that movie. now. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. Okay, so do I get the point back? No. Okay, well, fuck off. Steven. Uh, he died. Um, he, he is, he died, um, what did he die from? I don't want to make it boring. Do you know how he died, Walsh? Just yes or no? I do. Yeah. Uh, I think he... Wait, he's so, okay, so he did die. Okay, so, uh, god damn it, Walsh. Well, well, he already said it. Before he I, I said he died. I just wanted to say He just it. said he died, he died right? of, I think Collusion. I think, Collusion. I think he died of cancer. He did die of cancer. Steven, give me oh, that. Give me that. Yes. Nice. Nice. All right. Good job. All right. So um, there are five people who are. Wait. Well, okay. Two of them aren't listening because they're dead. But the other three are definitely listening <laughs> to the show. So we appreciate you guys listening. You don't know that. Thanks for listening. From, from uh, beyond. From the great beyond. If anyone has talked to Walter, uh, just let us know. What's up? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, fair just enough. give him our Twitter handles. He'll, he'll get in touch. Yeah, uh, do you guys have any interest in going to the locker room today, or should we just go into uh, recommendations? Uh, I've already been to the locker room today. Yeah. Recommendations? Okay, we're going into recommendations. Let's do it. Uh, okay, so in order to make you guys uh, like more happy and less sad after the election, I have uh, three things I'm going to recommend. They are, one, subscribe to a local newspaper. I got my first newspaper ever this week, which is, like, makes me feel old as shit, but, like, journalism is important, and they uh, need money. Turns out, uh, you know, just getting stuff for free online doesn't always work, and so, you know, put some money into that. Uh, Second, the best podcast in the world, other than ours, uh, the Star Wars Minute has started back up. It's a podcast where they talk about each individual isolated minute of Star Wars. Nerd. it's it's so great. So they have already talked about... There's an episode for every single minute of the original trilogy, plus episode one, and this uh, Monday, so today, they started episode uh, two, and so that started back up, and everybody should listen to that because it's the greatest. Right, so I have to ask you about this, actually, because I've, heard, yeah, I've, I've never it. listened to any of this, but it's, it's, it's so it, great. there's got to be full minutes where, like, almost nothing happens, right? Yes. Like right now, the opening crawl. Yeah, today was 20 minutes on the first minute of the opening crawl. It's too much, Steven. It's just, it's, I can't, <laughs> not, not I, even, I love not, Star Wars, not, not I even, can't handle not it. Even the cr- not even like the crawl or anything, just like a, like, 45 seconds of like, panorama of like an, uh, of... We had, last, last year, we had a month of pod racing. Oh, Lord. like does that put it in perspective for you (laughs) like but like i don't know like if if you start at episode four like you get in on all these inside jokes and like the guys are funny to like where like ultimately it ends up being this kind of fun thing to do it for 20 minutes every day to kind of just be like in on it um but yeah there are some slogs especially in like what the prequels also are so far but like episode um Episode four and five, like every episode of that podcast is great, in my opinion. See, uh, as- like, because those movies are so dense, but like episode six has fluff, episode episode one has fluff, um, and so, you know, it gets a little bit more difficult. See, there. as a person who has a podcast that actually, you know, has substance and has a purpose. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little taken aback by this. I don't really know. Okay, just just give it a shot, man. So, um, download uh, that podcast app I've been saying for a while, Overcast, mm-hmm. so that you can um like uh just cut out all the like weird silences that people have when they talk, and you will just fucking tear through that podcast. Um, it took me like a year to get through the first three episodes. Um, what? Where I was listening? Yeah, it took me like a year to get through the, those three. 
Oh, the movies, you mean? All right, so yeah, the movies, yeah, yeah, oh. like like so episodes four, five, and six. That's like a year to get through those. Jesus Christ, now that we're done been... with Ken's. Ken's no, I have one more. I, I have one more. I have one more, oh and this God. goes along with what Steven was saying. And uh, Ari turned me on to uh, the she did. Uh, videos. Yeah, yeah she, she did. did to these videos online uh, that was apparently a Animal Planet show called Too Cute. Fuck. And it is a rabbit hole that will end in you being so much happier than you are right now. I did not need to know this uh, tonight. Oh, God. It is so, so fucking cute. And you're going to love it. You're going to really love it. All right, Welch, what do you have to recommend? Uh, so one podcast I started listening to recently is called Keeping It 1600. And uh, it's an extremely liberal podcast. It's John Favreau. Dan Pfeiffer, uh, John Lovett, and a couple other people who were part of the Obama administration. Um, they were like speech writers and some. So I, I don't know all their titles, but some of them did, you know, like communication stuff as well. And uh, they don't really hold back on much. And so, especially if you're just wanting to kind of vent a little bit, like they, they're definitely a, a good podcast to listen to, given the current state of things. Um, and then another thing I recently watched was, have you guys ever seen Hatfields and McCoys on Netflix? No, I haven't. I, I'm i familiar with it, but I have not uh, ever watched it. I can't remember what it was originally on, but Kevin Costner and Bill Paxton are like two main characters, and it's actually I, I, really I, I good. I think it was History Channel. It might like, have been, I'm yeah. Like, I, I, I remember thinking like, the fuck is this on the History Channel for? Yeah, I was yeah. really confused at the time as well. I didn't know really they've much of the a, story. Yeah, but... they've had a couple of shows. Didn't they have that show Vikings or something like that? Was that History Channel? I think so. I yeah, think they was, moved yeah. from like actual history to like crazy aliens things. Because it was pretty. Not it was saying pretty... it's aliens, but um, it but yeah, it, yeah, right. It's like a three-part series, and it's it's kind of like Sherlock, where like each episode is like an hour and a half. But um, okay, it was pretty interesting. I don't know. I've been watching Westworld, so I was like really getting into this kind of like old-timey state of affairs type of thing, and so I was looking for some stuff kind of along the same lines, and so I just got sucked into that one. Um, definitely worth watching. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Anything else? That's it? That's all I have going on in my life. <laughs> Great. Uh, Steven? Um, okay, yeah, I don't know how this hasn't been recommended on this show before. Um, it kind of reminded me because of a tweet that the show sent out during the election. Um, but if you haven't already, um, everyone should watch Black Mirror. Um, mm-hmm. and they they sent out a tweet on the night of the election that said this is not prom- promotional material. This is real life. Um, so it was sad, but uh, no, I I, I watched the uh the 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 new season has seven epi- or six episodes. <coughs> um, and the the Christmas special from from last season is quite good too. It was really good. You know, yeah, with John Hamm in it and stuff, and um. My girlfriend's recently been watching it, and I've just kind of been rewatching it, and it's uh, it, it's really, it's just uh, it's it's one of those things that's like really good, and then by the end of it, you're like, oh god, you know? <laughs> please no, please no. Yeah, a little a little sad about all of it. Um, so yeah, definitely check out Black Mirror. All three seasons are available on Netflix, I think. Um, so that's definitely good. Uh, the second thing I've been getting into again recently, and I don't know, it's kind of a weird recommendation, but um, I've been playing a lot of racquetball recently. <laughs> God, you're such an old man. I know. Well, Dude, yeah. it's fun. And it's well, legit. that's the thing is the old men will fucking kill you at this game. Yeah, it's like a lot of strategy. My when I was a kid, I used to play with my dad, and he just fucking wailed on me. It's absurd. Are we talking and about I, racquetball still? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are technically talking about balls and rackets. Yeah, no. we played in uh we played in college every once in a while and it was mainly just like who could hit the ball the hardest. But... I, I, yeah, I I played with Hoffman and uh and Ben once that sounds in dangerous. college. Yeah, oh and God. I don't think I actually ever it was, it was a lot like fantasy football for me where I never was ahead. Well, see, that's the thing is Hoffman and Ben would be the people to play against in fantasy football, but maybe not racquetball. Okay, fuck off. All right, don't uh, don't mock me. Don't mock me like that. Yeah, I don't know. Bad. Okay. I don't know. I was really mocking them in fantasy football, but 
Um, no, it's a ton of fun, and it's like, uh, I don't know, because I've been trying to, I've been playing tennis a little bit, too. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's a, I mean, tennis is fun in that, like, uh, you know, there's, like, re- it's, like, really, really specific shot placement and things like that, and, like, one mildly missed shot, you know, misplayed shot will just end a volley or whatever. But in, like, racquetball, like, if you're not playing at, like, the upper echelon of racquetball, like, just, like, smashing the ball off the front wall will not, like, end the rally, which is, like, kind of, it's kind of refreshing when you've been, you've been hitting backhands, like, into the back fence for the last day. Um, Yeah, it's definitely easier. Like, I always try to find people to play tennis with, and, you know, that's kind of, like, a limited scope. At times, yeah, it's such a fun like, I mean, skill. Yeah, yeah, like you know, finding the same skill level, especially in, in, in racquetball, is a lot easier to just like jump in with someone. Yeah, and racquetball double. I'm mean, actually playing a lot of like doubles because it's just like pick up at our at the gym I go to, and doubles is even more of a madhouse because you got four people in that little ass room, like trying not to get hit with the ball and shit like that. Yes, it is. It is a, dangerous. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot it of is. fun. And it's like it's like running around in a sauna too, so you're like sweating your ass off too. Um, so it's got to be good exercise or something. It's got to justify the amount of beer I've just drank. So uh, <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, I would recommend uh, trying a little racquetball. Okay, well, uh, I guess that's it for this uh, this week. You can find us on Twitter at uh, nbnd7. I'm Ken, and uh, do you guys want to say goodbye? You want to say goodbye to all our loyal listeners? Well, yeah. I mean, we have so many. Clearly, have so many. I mean, Alan Greenspan, I appreciate you yeah, listening. But, you know, Walter Mirandale's now listening. Obviously, Shout big out cat. You guys. I see you. I see you. Yeah, love uh, you guys. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, bye. Is it is it going? It appears to be. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just not gonna touch anything now. We're gonna try it. Okay. Uh, You're gonna get like a minute of me just talking about this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'll just I'll, I'll literally cut this all out and just move it to the end. Uh, we don't have to. <coughs> we don't have to. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Welch! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I had to get that out. Wait. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right great uh Can we put all this in the post show yeah no kidding all right well what the fuck are you drinking i hate you are we going yeah <laughs> oh do i have to clap again no this okay. needs to go in the post show